Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to empower, educate, and inspire young girls and women to dream without limitations. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Miss Yvette Bowden, and she is an author, and she is the founder of Awakened Woman. So I'm so excited for her to share with you guys what that is and just get to know a little bit more about her and her story. So hi, Yvette. How are you doing today? Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm, thank you. Thank you. We're so excited to get to know about you and your story. So I want to go ahead and open up the floor for you to introduce yourself to the audience and tell them a little bit more about you and what you do. So I am the author and founder of Awakened Woman. Um, I'm also a writer for Be Latina magazine. Um, I am... It's, it's interesting because the platform, I like to think of it as a community for women. Mm -hmm. uh, I write about relationships. I write about love, divorce, breakup, heartbreak. Um, finding yourself is a big, you know, it's a big theme. It's, it's a really important um, topic that's close to my heart because I believe as women, we're all on this ongoing journey and as I share mine, I'm finding that so many other women are on their own journey, having a lot of similar um, just struggles and challenges. And it, it's great when we can help each other by sharing each other's stories. Um, I think it's such a powerful way of helping each other. So it's AW, and, and AW is short for Awakened Woman because it's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> AW, <laughs> AW is, is a community. It's, um, it's support for women by women. And by women, I mean, you know, I write all the stories. Um, the really special part that I'm incorporating into AW now is that I'm adding interviews of women that have, you know, that are on their own journey and empowering themselves, whether in careers, relationship, um, just all kinds of different experiences. So I am bringing other women into this community to share their own stories, which is really amazing. I love it. I love it. You know, women, as women, we have to have a space that is comfortable and trusting and be able to just share our stories and let ourselves be heard. So I'm very excited for you to be able to bring other women to share their voice and let their voice be heard on that platform. So let's, let's dig into it. Um, how did you start Awakened Woman? What is the journey? What is the process? Share us a little bit more about that. So I let's see about, gosh, I don't know, white years ago, I went, through a <laughs> I went through a divorce. It was a very painful divorce. I think um, most of us, when we get married, you know, we sort of dream up this, you know, fairy tale wedding. And I know for myself, you know, I wanted the, you know, to have the baby and the white picket fence and the dog and the husband. I, I wanted all those things. And I truly believed that I was going to be with my husband, um, you know, until the until we were both old and gray, um, things don't always work out as we planned. I didn't, I, I never even thought that far. So when I say my world imploded, it was an emotional, um, physical, 
mental draining of just everything I had. And I had to come out of that um, for, for myself and for my daughter, but it's, it's really, the process is really painful. And you know, this could happen with a heartbreak, with a divorce, with a, it just a life-changing event, losing a marriage, uh, losing a loved one. You just go through this, um, it's this, it's almost like this catharsis. It's like you just kind of start purging and you, you get lost. Um, I got, you know, in my relationship, I got lost. And after my, or during my divorce, or when we realized, you know, we were going to go through this divorce, I had to figure out who I was again on my own. And I went through denial. I went through depression. I went through just so many emotions. And literally the journey is, I, I take the reader through my journey. Um, and I do that very, in a very raw and um, I guess unapologetic way. I, I really do share um, all of what I went through. Um, mm -hmm. and that's where my book comes in. I, I wrote a book about the journey and I was very honest about everything that I went through. And my hope has been that women that read the book and that read AW sort of, you know, connect with any part of my journey and it can help them in their own journey. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely agree with everything that you're doing. And I think it's important because as women, um, in, a, in a sense, it's like, you know, we're, we're overjudged, you know, for everything. So finding a space, finding someone who's supportive, finding someone who is judgmental free um, is important because, you know, we have different things going on with our bodies that, you know, sometimes, you know, we can be, like, okay, is this going on with somebody else? I don't know if this is, you know, is this normal? Is this, you know, different things like that. Or it's just emotional things that we're going through or just different things that we're going through in our life with our partners or um, family members. You know, we're so like used to just trying to hide everything because we're so easily judged when, you know, I like to say this a lot, who created the, the rules for women? <laughs> because we need to have a conversation but i think it's important because we need to be in a space where we're not judged absolutely um you know it's it's interesting that you say that because for a really long time i think most of my life i i didn't share any you know even with my girlfriends i wouldn't share my truths because there was always some type of shame or guilt attached to what I was going through. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it's really interesting because I think as women, we need to, like you said, feel safe within our own circle of females and be able to mm -hmm. speak openly about what we're going through. And I think, I, I think we need to work on that more. Um, right. I think as women, we need to be empathetic of other women. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. We need to be in a space of supporting and uplifting each other because if we're fighting for female equality, 
then how are we going to get there if we're constantly tearing the next girl down like for anything like i look at it this way we're all unique we're all different in our own ways if someone is going through something if someone is living their life a certain way who are you to tell them they're living their life wrong if that's exactly how they want to live their life then you let them you can give them advice if but okay so this is how i look at it if somebody comes to you and tells you okay i want to be the next michelle obama but then she's doing things completely opposite of michelle obama that's when you tell them okay well i don't think that's going to work out because you know michelle obama does this but you're doing this but if somebody literally wants to sit here and say this is who i want to be and this is exactly what i'm doing and they both match then let, let them live their life, you know? Don't judge them for what they're doing because we're all unique in our own way. Absolutely. I, I, I think, um, I, I truly believe that as women, we, there is a common thread. It, it just, it, and I've said this before, whether you're, you know, work the nine to five or you're the, you know, wealthy woman at home or, you know, or the career woman on Wall Street, I think mm -hmm. as women, there is a common thread. And, you know, judging each other and just kind of bringing each other down, it, it's not, it's not going to help us. Like you said, we right. have to help each other, you know, rise and lift mm -hmm. each other up because, you know, that woman that you can look at and think, wow, she looks, you know, she has it all. She mm -hmm. might be the most unhappiest person. And you won't know that until you opened your heart and your mind and you think, well, you know, no one's perfect. So maybe her life is not so perfect. Maybe, you know, in some way I can, you know, be of support, but you, you mm -hmm. can't shut it down because of the differences. No, definitely. And then going back a little bit to where you said, you know, things were planned, um, but I look at it this way. It's like, you know, you can plan things. It's just being ready to adjust. And I think in a sense, it's like we plan things. And then when we're experiencing loss, it's so, it's so tragic. And we go through all of these different steps and, you know, all the things that you've gone through, depression and all of that, because we don't plan to live our life without someone. You know, even though we know that we are mortal beings, we don't plan to live our life without someone. Like, that's just not something that you do, you know? <laughs> so it's like when something happens like that, you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, okay, so how am I supposed to do this now? <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's really interesting because as far as I can remember, um, and it's sort of like ingrained in us. It, it, it's like we are taught that, you know, we need someone, that we need to be married, that we need to have all these things or, you know, in our lives to be happy. And what mm -hmm. I'm finding is it doesn't matter who or what you have around you. If you are mm -hmm. not happy within, it mm -hmm. just, it, it, it doesn't matter. It, it's, mm -hmm. so when I think about a partner now, I think about it's more like I want to share my life with someone, but it's not that I need someone, right. if that makes any sense. And I don't like mm -hmm. to use that word because it, it could be taken out of context. But right. when I say I don't need... <laughs> Strong, independent I don't woman. Need, 
Well, when I when I say I don't need it, it's more like I remember when I was younger and I thought about love. I remember saying to myself, you know, I need to be with you know such and such. I I, I can't live without him. I'm I'm nothing without him. And today, after what I've been through and knowing what I know, you know, I need myself. I need to right. feel whole. And once I feel that then I can, you know, unite myself with someone else. But it's not that that person completes me. I, I think I'm complete by myself. But it's nice to have that person to compliment your life. Right. Compliment. That is the key word. And I think that <laughs> the way that in the entertainment industry, for instance, like movies and TV shows portray this type of, you know, happiness, like, a woman is not supposed to be happy until she finds the perfect man or she's not supposed to be happy until she gets this and this and that, until he buys her this and this and that. Like, I think that that kind of taints our image of happiness. And, you know, it takes us as women to know and discover and go through these different life, you know, faults and tragedies and turmoils to know that, you know what, like, none of this is actually the truth. Like, it's not really making me happy. So let me kind of step away and figure out what really makes me happy, you know? So I think everyone needs to take a, a step back, take a self-evaluation and say, you know what? What do I do for myself that makes me happy? You know, like, for instance, like I, um, for myself, I'll be like, okay, I think I need a spa day. I will treat myself to a spa day. I don't need anyone else to do it. It's nice if someone else does it. You know, I'm not going to back that um that gift away, but I'm going to do it for myself as well, so that I don't always depend on someone else to do it for me to make me happy. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. But I I think you know a lot of that is not even our fault. It it's really mm -hmm. it comes from generations of you know of it being ingrained from you know and i think i make a mention of it in my book we disney fairy tales what are they made of it's like oh my you know? goodness <laughs> hey i love cinderella that's my favorite disney story but now i you know i think back and and it's it's it was always you know the princess waiting for her prince so this right. is this is what we grew up with we we have just started to sort of awaken to the fact that no you don't need the prince it it's you know it's nice if you meet you know someone that that embraces you and you know but even the whole idea of being rescued is is not attractive anymore right. <laughs> i i'm not saying i don't you know my i don't appreciate when my boyfriend you know holds a door or throws out the garbage or opens my, mm -hmm. you know, my, my doors or takes out, takes out my seat. I, I love all those things. It's just, mm -hmm. we have to sort of be able to stand on our own. We don't always mm -hmm. need someone to come and rescue. So. Right. No, definitely. Knowing that I think it's, basically being a blend of an independent woman but also have those princess feels this way as i mean as as well because like you know you want to be able to stand on your own you want to be able to say you know i can do this but 
this person comes along and makes you feel even more special, even though you make yourself feel special as well, because you treat yourself out, you do what you need to do to make yourself happy. But it's like, you know, having someone by your side that just appreciates you and loves on you in a certain way. I think that's really what it's all about. Well, I think when, like, when I think about it now, um, I feel like, and I've been in a relationship now for seven years or close to seven Mm -hmm. years now. I think about it like he sees me for who I am. He appreciates all those special, all those things that I feel are amazing about me or are great about me. He sees me. And I think it's more that. And he treats me like I deserve to be treated. So I think Mm -hmm. it's more, I think it's more of that. Um, Mm -hmm. But we, I I don't know, I I was a late bloomer. So, um, (laughs) you know, the fact that you already have that, you know, that already Mm -hmm. sort of set in in your mind, it's it's definitely, um, uh, it's an advantage. Thank you. So I do want to talk about, you know, transfer you know we just talked about mindset and just being a trans bringing a transformation upon your life um so i know a lot of women probably have gone through similar situations as you or you know they may experience it in the future so let's talk a little bit about you know going through your depression and you know deep thoughts and how you were able to change your mind and you know say i am worthy like i'm worth something i i love myself for who i am um, how were you able to make a transformation from the state that you were in and to change your mindset to bring yourself to where you are today? I think one of the most important things was introspection um, and just opening myself up to my truth. Um, they, there were things about me that I didn't like. There were um, decisions that I made that were not good decisions. Um, they were people I chose, um, to be in relationships with that were not healthy. And I, I beat myself up a lot and I Mm -hmm. had to learn to be kind to myself. And for me, it it took years. Um, so the Mm -hmm. transformation doesn't happen overnight. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. not like, uh, you sort of click, you know, click a, a, a switch and, you know, it, and things sort of fall into place. It takes a lot of work. And I think one of the hardest things about the process is being honest with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. you know, own it. it, you know, you haven't made great decisions. It happens to all of us. No one's perfect. Right. And I think I had to... Mm-hmm you know, realize and admit to myself, I'm not perfect and that's okay. And (laughs) I do give a lot of credit to good therapy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's important. You got to find your ways to make yourself heal, to help yourself out. And, you know, I think it's important because for women to share their stories like this, share their journeys, because in in society, what we see is not everything. And especially, let's say, with success or, you know, getting certain things and reaching certain milestones in your life, you know, you see the end result. 
because that's when people actually start to follow. No one really is trying to follow during the journey, during the process and see, okay, like, wow, it really took, it really took her this long to achieve this, or it really took her this long. Like some people feel like it's an overnight thing. And that's because that's all they see. They don't see the late nights or, you know, the different emotions you've had to endure. And, you know, I think more people need to share their journeys so that we can get a real view on what reality really is. (laughs) It's funny you should say that because, you know, we see it on TV, even now with, you know, even more so with social media, you're, you're seeing things and a lot of what you see is, it's almost like you're seeing through this glass color, what is it, rose colored glasses? Like mm-hmm. a lot of it isn't real. Um, nope. So, you know, you're seeing the pretty side, but there is an ugly side. Mm-hmm. And, and we all, I mean, we've all been through it, whether you're right. rich, poor, you know, whatever, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. I think it all comes down to human experience. And if you're human, you have gone through some ugly stuff. And ugly is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. So um, that I think it's important to, to own it and to, um, I think, it's, and this is, this is almost, um, it sounds harsh, but I think to a degree you have to embrace the pain to go through the transformation. So I think that is, that's key. And that's really hard. And it can take years to do that. And that's okay. Everyone has their own pace. Right. I think it's because it's so, it's such a negative connotation um, on failure and, you know, fear and different things like that. Disappointments, you know, all those things have such a negative meaning towards it that, we don't realize the beauty that it brings and blossoms us into being this amazing person or producing this amazing thing for the world to see. So I think that if you change, you know, if you change that meaning around those words a little bit, it'll, you know, help a lot of people out. So what are some things that you would say you would have told your younger self if that some things that you know now that you would have told your younger self? I would say be yourself, know your worth, love yourself before you love anyone else. Mm-hmm. I think those are for me key things. And my daughter is, um, she'll be 18 in a few months. And mm-hmm. these are, these are things that I have ingrained in, try to just help her um help her sort of embrace and Mm -hmm. she i always say she's a she's she's a way better version of me and i do believe it's because she loves herself and she -hmm. respects herself and she embraces who she is she doesn't try to be anyone else and i think that is so key especially especially for women because mm-hmm. once you do that, you attract the right people. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So what would you say is 
one way you would encourage and empower young girls. So for mothers who have daughters, you know, you have a daughter yourself. For mothers who have daughters and are trying to raise them to be strong, independent women who know their self-worth and they know their value and they love themselves truly deeply from within. Um, how would you say, because it's, it's one thing to have your child at home and, you know, she gets all this love and she hears all the right things and then she goes out into the real world and people are saying different things to her like, oh, you're not capable of this. You're, you're, you're not, it's not possible for you to do this. You know, you shouldn't do this. You're not beautiful. Different things like that, that the society likes to put on women and our young girls. What is one thing that you say is a solution for that? to make sure that our young girls go out feeling loved and they love themselves and they know their value and their self-worth. I, I don't want to sound, I don't want to minimize. Um, I don't want to minimize just, I think there's so much power when you know who you are, that mm -hmm. when you do, no one can take that from you. Right. So I, I just feel that if you cultivate that to the core, mm -hmm. you know, people will always say things. It, 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 right. I mean, it, this, that's the world we live in. But if you mm -hmm. are, you know, secure in who you are, it's it's almost mm -hmm. like um, it's it's an anchor, and right. what other people say will just slide off you. And right. you know it, it may sting a little bit, but mm -hmm. I think I think eventually you'll shake it off because to me that's your anchor. If you know mm -hmm. who you are within, no one can take that from you. Right. I think there's also you know. Uh, a key factor is preparation. You know, you tell them, this is who you are. This is who you are. You have to know your truth. You have to love yourself. You have to know your value and your self-worth, but understand that there are going to be forces. There are going to be others that come to you and try to take you, take that away from you, but you have to be prepared to stand strong, um, know your worth, know who you are and stay in that. Um, I think preparation is definitely key for that. Um, so if you had to say one thing to inspire young girls and women around the world to just dream without limitation, what would it be? I would say <laughs> the truth, the bigger, the dream, the better. Um, I think you only have one shot at life. Don't be afraid to go after what you want. Mm-hmm. The worst that can happen is, you know, people, not one, not 10, maybe 20, people will say no, but if you keep at it, it'll come. It's just, it's all about timing and persistence and drive. I, you know, just to make a quick anecdote, when I was um, sending off my manuscripts to different publishing companies, I can't mm -hmm. even begin to tell you because I lost count, but I got a lot of no's or right. we don't want, you know, we don't need this at this time. We have something like this. 
but mm -hmm. all you need is one yes. That's all mm -hmm. you need, one yes. And once you get that one yes, you're like, okay, I could do this. I right. could definitely do this. So as many no's as you get, keep going. And I'm not saying it's easy because honestly, I still have days where yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, I need a break. <laughs> when is oh it gonna like, when is enough enough? <laughs> but then, you know, I meet someone like you or I speak to, you know, or I uh, communicate with a reader who, you know, I inspired them that day. And I think to myself, you know what? I'm on, this is my purpose and this is what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to keep pushing until... There's nothing left. And, and there are days when I feel like there's nothing left, but that little drop becomes a fountain. So you just mm -hmm. have to keep pushing. Don't give up because giving up is like giving up on yourself. So you can't do that. You right. can't give up on yourself. Yeah, I think that's important, especially where, you know, you see different things where people are like, oh my gosh, I started my business and I made $30,000 in the first day. And a lot of times that's not realistic. So then we sit here and we're like, wait, like I just started my business, not where it's the $30,000. <laughs> well, I think the other, the, and the other re, uh, really important thing to highlight is I think your measure of success does not have to be, and it shouldn't be what your friends, mm -hmm. your sisters, your colleagues measure, measure of successes. Everyone's ruler is different. So don't measure right. your success by someone else's because then you'll be playing mm -hmm. comparison your entire life and you'll, yes. nothing you'll do will ever be good enough. That, I, that I've learned. So mm -hmm. just figure out what success means to you. Is it support from your community? Is it support from your friends? Is it inspiring one woman to do something different? those are measures of success but don't go buy someone else's bank account or house or whatever right. it is um i think no, that's definitely. important definitely and that comes with finding yourself and finding who you are and what you love um but we do thank you for you know sharing your story with us here today i do want to give you the um the chance to allow the audience to know if they want to reach you or be able to purchase your book or just follow your journey, how can they do that? Well, I'm on Instagram, Woman Awakened, and on Twitter, Woman Awakened. You, if people can please go to awakened-woman.com and just see all the amazing stories there are on the site, as well as you can find my book, A Journey to Becoming the Best Self, on Barn uh, Amazon and in Barnes & Noble. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we thank you so much, Yvette, for sharing your story with us here today. Um, had an awesome conversation just talking about womanhood and finding ourselves and truly loving ourselves at the end of the day. Um, we thank you, everyone else, for tuning in. Again, this is Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.